show. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three hour ride here on this Tuesday morning with open phone lines for you at 312. 332-ESPN-332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going for this show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And after our show is done at 10 o'clock, we will make a beeline right to Indianapolis as we get ready for the NFL Combine to meet the Bears. We'll have Ryan Poles on the program as well. And Cap, it's a special time for us tomorrow. We Don't find us at 7. Don't start your day at 7. Start a little earlier. 5 a.m., baby, rock and roll. That's right. We've got a hard deadline. we got to get to Indy, pick up our credentials. We'll have a little dinner at St. Elmo's tonight. And then we will rock and roll and get set for tomorrow morning, Ryan Poles, we will start at 5. Ryan Poles will join us at 6.30 in the morning. And then he's got a full day of evals, medicals, meetings. And reportedly the Bears are going to interview you where you can bring him to your suite. All of the top quarterbacks. So they'll do all their homework before they make their decision to trade the pick. Okay, so, yes. So, if you're looking for us at 7, we'll be halfway through our show. Correct. So, you'll miss the fun at 5. So, make sure that you're with us. Set your alarm earlier and be with us at 5 o'clock. We want everybody to be able to listen because it's a big day here at ESPN 1000. We want you to be part of it, not just with our show, but all day tomorrow right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. It's a new era, buddy. It it is. I've heard that several times. Um, But, Cap, there's something to be said about being able to travel whether it's by car or by plane. And in my instance, it's a drive. It's three hours. Mm-hmm. We should be able to pick up and get it there, get to Indianapolis in three hours. I was not going to put extra miles on the old gray mare mm-hmm. on my car. I'm taking my own vehicle. No, Well, right. there's a reason why. It's, it's pretty much brand new. I mean, mm-hmm. you could still smell the... Um, Smelled the baby formula off of yours. It's Mine's so new. A year and a half. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still in diapers. Correct. So it's it's fine. Correct. Mine a little bit more of a veteran vehicle. More, more of a broken in vehicle. Yes. yes. Uh, the Danny Darwin of vehicles around here. Correct. Uh, <laughs> the, Young kids are like who? Yeah. Yeah. Just one Google search. Yeah. They will find Correct. the old the old venerable veteran pitcher for the White Sox and many other teams. But that's what my vehicle is. Mm-hmm. Cap, you. Yeah, in my situation, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to I'm going to go to Hertz and I'm going to get my a vehicle go in there and the, the whole process is always strange because there's people standing waiting to get their vehicle i've already got mine in like two weeks ago like here we go this is the one i'm gonna find mm-hmm. you know for a guy of my of my stature i need an suv pal mm-hmm. need to have something a little bit roomier in the hips yep so i want to make sure that i'm comfortable in there right mm-hmm. 
Go in there. It's like, sir, we got your car. It's uh, this filled up to five eighths. Do you want me to return a car back with five eighths of gas? Yep, five eighths. Okay, you'll get it full when I return it because that's what a good guy does, right? Yeah. Five eighths. Go in there. It's like, oh, that's good. A little Chevy. Yeah. Sit in there. Cap smells like cigarette smoke, and not my own because I don't smoke, as Correct. you well know. Correct. <laughs> the idea that you go in that car and it smells like. Someone just got out of it and smells like, you know, a pack of uh, cool menthols is a problem, mm-hmm. right? It's a major problem. I said, sir, this uh, has a little bit of a, a smell. But here's the thing, though. You know what he tried to do? Got the old uh, glade out. A little glade there tried to cover up the smoke. Nothing covers up a smoke scent. Even you with uh, the bad uh, beak that can't smell anything, you know cigarette smoke when you smell it. Correct. Remember when you and I were in Detroit? And we were going through the uh, the casino. Yep. And it was kind of a, not necessarily a culture shock, but we're just not used to being around a smoke in an inside building. Right, because and it was you, me, and Black. Mm-hmm. I took you guys to dinner at the MGM Grand. I was staying there. Shay, this state, Illinois, we've got our problems. But at least you can't smoke in public buildings. So you go into a casino here. Rivers. Yes. Sit down, play a little blackjack, go to the sports book. Hmm. No odor. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Other than the person sitting next to you. Yeah. You go to Detroit, freaking cigarettes everywhere. That mm-hmm. dumpy ass city. Can't you get oh! rid of the cigarette oh! smoke? Oh, that's not right. What, what are we? That is not right. Come can, on, be nice. Can we not ban the secondhand smoke? And now my poor friend here, Jonathan, he's got the rental vehicle. And I got to get into it. Keith's kind of pushing one of the station vehicles on us. Keith, keep your beak out of the vehicles. I'm taking my own. Oh, Oh, wow. Um, Oh, firing this morning. Don't get hot. And so, yeah, the the smoke in your ride is not good. You know, it's funny about the MGM Grand that we were there. Mm -hmm. If you remember this one detail, we're walking through the casino, Mm -hmm. and there is a smoking section. But you could see the smoke wafting out of the yeah. windows, out of the glass through there. It's not really it's not really a smoking section when everybody else can smell the smoke. Correct. Well, it's the just, funny thing about the Detroit casinos is the casino floor is the smoking section. If you want to go to the smoke-free <laughs> casino, go to Windsor. Right. Correct. It's now, like, they, they do tell you, like we sat down at a blackjack table, and I said, could you make this a no-smoking table? And the guy said, yes. And he put a little sign there, no smoking at this table. Hmm. But right next to you, they got four people lighting up huge Cohiba cigars. Yeah. like chimney. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Carmen would enjoy it. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I am not anti-smoking. If I'm around someone that's smoking or, you know, I, it, depending on the occasion, I'll have a cigar, depending on the occasion. Mm-hmm. But when you grow up with secondhand smoke, is that what they called it back then, Cap? Mm-hmm. You know, I was around my dad's friends watching sports on the old uh, Magnavox TV. Through the haze of pipe smoke, cigarette smoke, and, and uh, cigar smoke. And I'm just sitting there watching them, the sports with them. And as they're drinking their Chevis Regal or their old Fitzgerald or whatever, that they're drinking beers, mm-hmm. you know, getting fully croisoned. I'm just sitting there as a kid, big afro, just watching sports. I didn't think about, like, secondhand smoke. If, I, if secondhand smoke was really a thing, I'd be gone by now. Because I would have had all of that as a kid. <laughs> Seriously, so I'm not bothered by it until I smell someone else's where I can't identify. Like, it's it, it's wafting through, and I went to AutoZone, got myself a couple of those trees. Yeah. Trying to uh, kind of kill the smell. 
That's a no shot. No shot. Ozium. Yes. When I was in high school. Yep. What, t- what position did he play? Ozium. Uh, power forward. Okay. We, uh, we bought, we, got, we ended up getting high. I was in yeah. high, like a senior. Maybe I was a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. It was my parents' car. My buddy goes, uh, dude, you could smell in here. Your dad's going to know. And I don't have a very good sense of smell. Yes. Or to see, though, I get it from him. Mm-hmm. He's like, get Ozium. It's a little blue and white, like, aerosol, small container. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad came out. He's like, hmm, smells nice in the car here. Mm-hmm. Clean. Like, stuff's the real deal. <laughs> he never figured it out. Oh, wow, that's pretty good, though. You got it past him. Good morning, Dad. Sorry. You got it past him. It was two dudes in the car, right? Mm-hmm. No one was having sex, Jay Moore. Sorry. It was two guys. Why does me that matter? Bu- me and a buddy of mine. Yeah. Because he could confirm. Is right, that- Cap? You can confirm. You guys I- are just smoking. Yeah, we were just... There you go. Rolling a doobie, <laughs> as we call it back then. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a blunt. Yes. Well, I mean, all of those, uh, those uh, terms still matter today, by the way. If it's doobie, it's not dated. Right. That, I mean, that's the one thing about weed, though, right? It can be, it's under so many different names that none of them are dated or, out, or outdated. I said to one of my kids, uh, is that a doobie? He's like, a what? It's called a blunt. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> it is the same thing, right? Whatever. It is the same thing. Now, for someone like you, Shay, who, um, again, you don't have the full cigarette. Well, you have that in the car with Cap. That's the nah, other question. No. I mean, you're driving with Cap. Yeah, to Indianapolis. You want to see someone pushed out going down 65? Light up a cigarette in my truck. I don't smoke. What is this about? I don't know. He just brought up you smoking in the car. Not going to happen. So you're not going to have your vape ready? No, I, dude, I gave it up. I haven't hit it in four months. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? How's the wife feel about that? Great. <laughs> she didn't care either way. I just, all right. He's a nice guy. Thank God I, I don't have to yeah, do that. It took anymore. a second. It's not nice. What's happening to me in this in this studio this morning? I'm asking you about that because I mean, I've had my hometown slandered. I've now had my sex life slandered. What's next? I just asked the question, and then you just let let right into it. I'm glad everything's fine at home, though. That's always good to know. That's good to know, Shay. So you haven't hit it in a couple of, and we say four months. Okay. Jeez. That's what he said. I know. That's horrible. <laughs> the vape. I haven't hit the vape in four months. Oh. Okay. Uh, you, know, you know, I do care. That's why I ask, right, mm-hmm. Cap? We, we care about one another. That's right. why I asked the he question. He seemed like he'd been a little backed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like how hard Jay Moore's laughing at this. <laughs> how, how, can, how can you tell, Cap? He's been a little backed up. How can you tell? He's Michigan on, State ran. He's on the... I'm not going to say it. He's I'm on the what? He's on the what? <laughs> a retention plan. Whatever. <laughs> what am I, Tom Brady? That's it. Oh, man. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So we are heading to the uh, to Combine, and we uh, the hope is is that Shay and Capco will be able to get along. I mean, you're trapped in the car for about three-plus hours. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be okay? And you're driving. It's not even Mindy this time. Mm-hmm. You're driving. Correct. Oh, God. Oh, man. You gonna be able to handle that with Shay next to you, but his sports takes—he's got some bad sports takes. Does he? Bad. 
Will you guys talk about Michigan State, Iowa again? No. Will you talk about that? Then, no. It's a, it's a great conversation, though. It is a great conversation because it's two different philosophies that's at work here. Correct. Late in the game, do you foul in that spot? Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, though, with, with again, what perspective is, is that Michigan State had to be beaten by, was it five threes at the end, by the end of the game? Yeah. It, it took five threes to beat Michigan State. And I heard both sides of it, Iowa radio and Michigan State radio yesterday. It's, it's interesting how people look at Izzo and say, at least Izzo fell on the sword and said, hey, we lost the game. I did a bad job coaching. But how can a Michigan State fan get over that? And if you're an Iowa fan, you think of red-faced McCaffrey staring down the official, Kelly Pfeiffer. Got, correct, because if he yells at him, he's going to get teed. But, I mean, but we've seen Joey Crawford throw out Tim Duncan for the same. Correct. Do you recall this? Correct. Duncan's just uh, staring at Joey Crawford. You know what? You're intimidating me. Out. Tim Duncan wouldn't hurt a fly. Correct. He's just staring at him. But McCaffrey, like an okay corral, standing as far as you and I are standing, face-to-face with the official. Just staring at him. And that turned the game around it did. somehow. It did. <laughs> you know, Tim Duncan is, as you said, the nicest guy in the yeah. world. Yeah. You know how all these athletes, people think they're very entitled? Mm-hmm. They get everything. Yeah. I was told that his... First year at Wake Forest. He stayed all four because mm-hmm. he loved college. He's from the British Virgin Islands. Yeah. They go to their first game on the road. They go eat the team meal. Like, games at 7.30, 3.30, there's pancakes and eggs and steak and spaghetti. Whatever they could possibly want is there. Mm-hmm. He eats this big meal. He gets up. Coach, I need a check. Huh? I got to pay for my food. I had the spaghetti. I had the eggs. I had the... the, He's like, it's part of being on the team. I get this free? (laughs) He had no idea. He was there to pay for his meal. Hey, man, but that's a gentleman, isn't he? It's a gentleman. All right, how much is that? 27? No, no, no. It's part of the the gig here in college, sir. And I have the credit card. It's my credit card. I'm going to turn in on the expenses. Mm -hmm. They're paying for the meal tonight. We're running it up. Okay. Is, yeah. that, is that how that's going to work? Get some wine. Okay. We're going to celebrate. The show's doing well. The station's a new era. Yep. And so, yeah, I reserved a magnum of a really good wine. I called there yesterday. All right. Looking forward. St. Elmo's, baby. Look forward to that. Thank you, Keith. And Great. The, Danny. And who else do you want to thank? What's Anybody up? else? Those three. No, no. No Maggie Sketch? Nobody else upstairs there? Maggie had nothing to do with it. She doesn't? Okay. Love Maggie. She's a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. She had nothing to do with paying for the meal. Dave Scharf? Kind of Dave Sharp, yeah, too. Yeah, Thanks, more, more than kind of. Thank yeah. Dave Sharp as well. If you're going to do this whole thing, you're going to roll out the Academy Awards. Thank everybody. Thank everyone. All right. We are heading to Indianapolis, Cap, for the Combine today. When is the last time that you were this excited about an offseason? We'll review our really fun offseasons uh, that we can uh, remember through our time as a Chicago sports fan. It's coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. You're listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at the Catman and at IGJ Hood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad to have you in today on this uh, Tuesday morning. 
So as we head to Indianapolis for the Combine, and we'll be broadcasting there uh, at the Combine between 5 and 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. When's the last time you were this excited about an offseason? And as I told you yesterday, Cap, I admitted to you that there was like a nervous energy I had as a Bears fan because of what could be. You have the number one pick in the draft. You have all this cap space. And so it's actually my nervous energy comes from what could be. I'm not expecting the world this upcoming season. But I like that it's something that is going to be new and fresh for this Bears team. So I'm, a, so I'm anticipating something good for the Bears moving forward. I am. And, yes, we're very excited for this offseason. Very it is not as excited as I was going into 2016 for the Cubs. Coming off 97 wins, good young team, blah, blah, blah. Like I felt, and you said it on your show at night, the Cubs can win the World Series. And I really, truly believed they could. Mm. Did I believe they would? Time would tell, and it, they did. So I was out of my mind when that season started excited. I told Sylvie, this is a, a little bit after Memorial Day, because you know a charmed season when you see it. Yeah. You know a charmed season when you watch it. Those Zimmer Cubs, the same way, 89. Everything was just lucky. You know, let's, let's, let's have um, bases loaded, and let's do a triple steal. And let's do a hit and run. Line drive base at the left field. One All three man runs. is in. Yeah, just, a third man will score. Remember Harry yeah, like, screaming yeah, like, that? Like, how does that happen? Like, it would, everything worked for Zimmer Correct. in 89. I was like, oh, that's a charm. That team's going to win the division at the very least. And I saw that because that's the way the season went. Same thing with the Cubs there at that time. I said, there's something with this team. There's something with this team where I feel, Sylvie, they're going to win the World Series. No way. Like I said, you guys are the Golden State Warriors in cleats. Mm -hmm. I said, there's something special about your team here. I know it when I see it, and they end up winning in 2016. You know, I felt that same way after the White Sox won the World Series in 05. I said, oh, run this back. Run this back. Look at that lineup that they had back in, uh, in 2005. Again, it came out of nowhere. There was nobody that could find it said, you know what? That White Sox team is destined to win the World Series. It was just another team. 05? You didn't see it until you saw the greatest pitching that you've ever seen in the postseason around here. Right, but you did not wake up in February on February 28th in 2005, go, can't wait for the season. We're going to win the World Series. No. Do you see that team? <laughs> it, looked, it looked like, quite frankly, like any other team that Kenny Williams put together. Right. It, it just, it was magic. And you know what I mean by that? That is, let me get, let's just pick up Scott Pesednik from the bottom shelf and let's get Jermaine Dye, the old Royal. Let's bring him in. Let's try to figure out what we're going to do at pitching. Sweaty Freddy Garcia. Contreras is up in age. Eh, we'll just see. El Duque. We had no idea what that name, would look name like. Name me the last time a World Series winner went through three closers. Yeah. You and can't. can you name all three that year? Uh, that, that had the job. I don't mean closed one game. They had the job. Well, during that time for the White Sox, we're talking about Dustin Hermanson. Yes. We're talking about uh, Shingo Takatsu. Yes. And... Uh, was Jinx on that team too? Yes. Yeah, Bobby Jinx. And yeah. then Ozzy would start with the and make the motion for a, like a wide body. Yes. Give me the wide body. We got two yeah. right handers out there, so we had to decipher which one. Right. I want the big guy. The yeah. one way out of here. Yeah. Oh, oh he wants Bobby. Yeah. They want you. How do can you tell? He stretches arms out big and wide. Right. So he wants you. Right. So you had three closers. So you were excited because it was baseball. You did not think you're gonna win. 
me, I don't want to speak for Sylvie, but I know he was excited for that season. I know he was. I know Danny was. We, we thought, we got a chance to have a really good team here. Win the World Series? Time would tell. And they did it. Was there a Bears season? Like, I looked forward to the 2019 Bears season. 2018 was a pop-up? Yes, but it was. A, but I, I wrote down 18, but here's why. It's because we were away from the, we're done with Lovey. We're past Trustman. Fox also was just... I think a bridge to get to someplace else. So he was gone. So I thought that that what Matt Nagy said. Well, here's a guy here that knows offense. Mm-hmm. Comes from the Kansas City system. This can't go wrong. He was he was taught by Andy Reid. And they went twelve and four. Everyone got excited, but we didn't see that coming. No, we didn't see it coming. I just thought that things would be better with an offensive mind in there. Right. At 2019, coming off twelve and four in the double doink. Hmm. Got a chance here. Remember? Yeah. Mitch was at. Level 101, now he's in 202 of the offense, and it never worked. And the rest is history. So the Blackhawks, yeah, we got excited for 2010 and all that run. That was cool. The Bulls since Michael, there hasn't been a season where you went, oh, my God. No, that all ended when Derrick Rose went down against Philadelphia Doug Collins. And even going into some of those seasons with Tibbs, Bulls are good, but they're short. They're just short. And then they broke up the bench mob, and we're this, and we're that. They were never quite there. Can we win with a 6-1 guard? Because that was our best player by a mile. Yeah. Keith Bogans is starting at the oh, two, God. or Ronnie Brewer. Yeah. So I'll argue with anybody. The 2016 spring going into the Cubs season, and right now with the worst team in the National Football League, by record, we have the number one pick. Yep. I've never been more excited, other than 16, for what this offseason could mean. It's going to sound different. It's going to look different. And as Adam Schefter said yesterday, Ryan Poles controls the offseason. No question about it. That there's any one person that's going to impact this offseason any more than the Chicago Bears general manager, Ryan Poles. Here's a man that holds the number one overall pick. Here's a man that has roughly $100 million in cap space. Here's a man that's going to be moving and shaking. And so right now is the start of a critical two months for the future of this Bears franchise. Adam Schefter on with us yesterday. Correct. Go back to the archives of Cap and J. Hood and find that conversation in hour number two on Cap and J. Hood. So let's do this. Shay, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number. With the NFL Combine starting and the Bears at the top of the draft, is this the most excited that you've been about a Chicago offseason? Again, we're just talking about what could be with this Bears team. Cap and I are not guaranteeing a Super Bowl championship or a playoff run you know, coming off of this offseason. We're just saying that because of what could be, how excited are you? And can you come up another time where, as a Sox fan, Cubs fan, Bulls fan, Bears fans, like where you say, boy, I'm really excited about what could be. Now, there's a lot of other examples too, Cap. So let's go back into your fandom as a, as a Cub fan. Mm-hmm. So when Sam Zell... Took over the Cubs. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I mean, here's what I thought just from the Sox side of things, watching the Cubs. I was thinking, well, here's a guy here that's going to spend some money. Sam Zell. Mm -hmm. I mean, did did that not come to fruition where he never just said, we're going to spend everything. He said, we're not going to just give everything. But didn't you think at the time, if Zell's got it, you know, maybe the Cubs will spend a lot more money? Well, I was talking with Hendry 
I was doing a show with Jim. Mm-hmm. He was on every week. That guy was the best executive I've ever dealt with. I'm not saying he was the most successful executive. Theo was. Yes. Jim Hendry, the best. You could literally call that man at 6.59 p.m. We were on at 7, Waddle and I. Mm-hmm. Hey, Wads and I need you. That's what he called Waddle. Wads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wads and I need to know if you come on right now. Yeah, done. I mean, no going to the media relations guy to book him. Nothing. He was the greatest. And he called me and said, I got the green light to spend whatever I have to spend from Zell. And so he signed this guy and that guy. And they start making all these moves. That's right. And then he agrees to the trade for Jake Peavy. There is video evidence. Because I have friends like my buddy Jordan Burnfield who were at the bar in Vegas at the winter meetings singing Go Cubs Go with Jake Peavy. They're at the bar mm-hmm. singing and they're videoing him. And Henry said his phone rings. Jim, Sam. Yeah. I got to pull the plug. We're filing bankruptcy. You got to cancel that trade. Can't go through. What? Mm. I already made it. Not signing off on it. Sorry. And Jake Peavy ended up with the White Sox. <laughs> True story. <laughs> but you were pretty, you thought after all of the doldrums of the Wrigley Company and the Tribune. We got a billionaire owner now. He thought, hey, we finally hit it, right? Right. And then it did not. Sam did was not. a very unusual sounding man. <laughs> Sam Sells, very odd individual, but he was a, a billionaire. Billionaire. And so. it didn't work. And so, and I'll give you one more for me for the White Sox. So after 93, first of all, I'm farting through silk, man. I got Bo Jackson on the south side. Are you kidding me? Bo Jackson? Not just local acclaim, national acclaim. And Frank? Well, I got Bo. Because Bo had all the commercials. Correct. Bo knows this. Bo knows that. But your it, team was star-studded. Well, we had Ellis Burks. <laughs> right? But you <laughs> right. had Frank? Yeah. You had Bo? Yeah. Alice Burks, yeah. Alex Fernandez, Jack McDowell, Brother. Bobby Thigpet. That team was loaded. Brother. So you know how excited I'm in for 94. Mm-hmm. And your dad's still alive at this oh, point. Yeah. Diehard yeah. Sox fan. Cap, we're on our way. Okay, we fell short. That's a better t- uh, Toronto team. Right? Mm-hmm. 94, we're ready to go. Strike hits. Oh, God. We don't get to the back to the playoffs until 2000. And the two best teams were you and Montreal. Yep. yep. We were going to beat the Expos' ass that right. year. That's that, Correct. At least that was the, uh, the hope. And guess what happened? It never happened. The seasons fall short in 94 because of the strike, and we never get back to first place until uh, Jerry Manuel in 2000. Think about that. That's a long drought from getting from the playoffs in 93 with hope. To a whole different ball club in 2000. Right. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So is this the most excited you've been about a Chicago offseason, or can you remember another one? If you're a Cubs fan, Sox fan, Bulls, Bears, Blackhawks, can you remember another offseason? Say, boy, you know what? We're on our way. We'll take your phone calls on that. And still to come, some thoughts about the rules changes in Major League Baseball. Cap and I got a chance to experiment some of this with uh, spring training baseball. We'll get to that as well as we move forward here on Cap and Jay Hood. Here's today's headlines, headlines with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Blackhawks made their biggest trade of the season so far, sending defenseman Jake McAbee and center Sam Lafferty to Toronto. The Hawks received the 2025 first-round pick and a 2026 second-round pick in return. General Manager Kyle Davidson has now stockpiled six first-round picks over the next three years. There's no new update on Patrick Kane on the trade front. 
The Bulls will try to make it uh, three in a row tonight as they take on Toronto as a five-point underdog. The Bulls are currently a half game out of the 10th seed in the play-in tournament. Officially official, the Bears can cross off Washington defensive tackle Deron Payne off the wish list. The commanders placed the franchise tag on Payne this morning with a projected value of nearly $19 million. Jay Moore. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain Jay Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. That's a fine. I got it. Jake McCain. Jake McAvee. <laughs> That's a fine. I got a dollar. I went, you're Michael. McCain. Yeah. yeah. I, I was hoping that Shay or Jay Moore had typed McAvee on there and no. I was going to blast them. No, it's me. You, I wouldn't blast. I just tell you quietly off the air. That's fine. That's a dollar. Take that. Darren Utnick of Birdie's Book Bank. The fine jar is growing. Here's McAvee. (laughs) McCabe, Harry. What? (laughs) 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number of the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Hope that you're going to have a great Tuesday still to come. Cap and I will take a look at uh, some of the things we saw in spring training. Now, we're not breaking down... Sox and Cubs baseball, but some of the rules changes that have taken place here in baseball already starting to set in on some of these players. Cubs game took 205 yesterday. 205. Like, I'll be honest with you. If I take my son Brett and my wife Mindy to a game, I am not looking for a 205 experience. I'd like three hours. Well, right. Sit in the sun, have a beer, have a hot dog, whatever it is. 205? Cap, you're, you, you don't even have half a tan with 205 in that, that sun. That means I'm walking out of Wrigley at 325. I could literally be home by 4. My wife could go, I thought you and Brett went to the game today. We did. Did you leave early? Nope. We stayed for the whole thing. We'll, ex- we'll explain a little this. quick. We'll explain this coming up and whether or not this is going to be good or bad for the sport. But we're talking to you also about um, the offseason that you remember as a, as a Chicago sports fan. You're like, boy, I can't wait for this season to start. Let's get your thoughts on this. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. The last time you were this excited for an offseason. Uh, and Broadview, here's Lewis on ESPN 1000 on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Lewis. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so last time, man, last time I was pumped up is when uh, – when we went out and got Jay Cutler, when we traded for him before we knew what he was going to be. But when we got him, I said, we got this guy for at least a decade. And I saw two Super Bowls, at least two, because when he came in, he was the best, the second best in the division. You had Rodgers, you had him, you had Stafford, and I forget the kid from Minnesota that he was like in his second or first year. Um, and I was like, this is it. We got it. And, and Rodgers hadn't even won a Super Bowl just yet. But uh, but then that would turn out to be a big disappointment. But yeah, I was pretty pumped up when Jay came aboard. Yeah, Lewis, we appreciate the telephone call. I remember being on Cap's TV show uh, with uh, three other guys, and one of them was I don't know Hall of Famer Dan Pompey, and Pompey saying, "Well, I'm hearing things about possibly Jay Cutler coming to Chicago," and I'm cutting the the great Hall of Famer off. Dan, I respect what you do, and I got like camera three. There's my camera. Listen here. There's no way Jay Cutler is coming to Chicago. Are you kidding me? That's not how the Bears do business. Jay Cutler coming here, that's a no shot. That's not happening. He signs the next week. I was never, <laughs> I was, I was never asked to be on Cap Show again. <laughs> that was it. By the way, he said the young quarterback with Minnesota then. When Jay came, it was 2009, right? Yep. Okay. 
Brett Favre was the Viking quarterback in 2010. Mm-hmm. In 2011, they had this young kid they drafted, Christian Ponder. Oh, God. That didn't yeah. work. Did not work. Penn State, do I have that right? Penn, no, Florida State. Florida State. Oof. Yeah, it didn't work out. But you tried. Tried. Yeah. But now they have a veteran in which you kind of stuck, stuck in neutral with this Vikings team. Right. We all blast Kirk Cousins, and I hope Justin's a better player than that. Kirk Cousins threw for almost 4,900 yards last year. 48-15, I think. I know. Those are big numbers. You better not rip, uh, rip him around Waddle. Waddle didn't want to hear that. He will tell you how good that, that quarterback is. Yeah, he likes Kirk. A lot. He likes him a lot, yeah. Because I remember walking up to Waddle going, dude, Mitch is so much better than Kirk Cousins. And he looked at me. He's like, In your, are you out of your mind? Yeah. He has the numbers and he the facts. He was right. Yep. I was a moron. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, now he knows. And by the way, he's just speaking facts. You can see the numbers. But they're regular season numbers. That's the whole thing. You can't move on to the next level with him as your quarterback. Correct. That's fair. Do you know what Jay Cutler's record was as the Bear quarterback? I believe it was 52, 52 and 52. He won one, one playoff game. One. And that was over a team under 500. Seattle came here at 7 and 9, right? Yeah. And then the Bears won that game, lost to the Packers. Jay got hurt. Done. What an era. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Space is out there. Space. Okay, Space, what's your idea? Chap hoodie, what's up, fellas? What's up, kid? What's your idea? Hey, so I'm 35 years old. I wasn't even born Damn. last time the Bears had one, one that made it to the Super Bowl. I wasn't even born. Well, I was there when they made it to the Super Bowl, but when they won it, I wasn't even born. When you think about the 2005 White Sox, you're absolutely correct. We weren't expecting for them to go to the to the World Series. I mean, but I mean, we had amazing pitching. We had Jose Contreras. I mean, the man was lights out. You know, Mark Burley. So you know, everything just came full throttle. Then I have never been more excited about an off season in my life. I mean, the the the, the ceiling is just. There, there's no end right now. There's so much we can do to build and improve on this team, not to mention all the money. We have the number one pick, and we have Justin C. Fields. The C stands for Chicago. Justin <laughs> Fields. I hope, you, you hear I hope you're right. I hope you're right, because the only deal we've seen Ryan Poles make I didn't like was the trade for Claypool for number 32. Yep. He's never been a GM till he got here. I hope he's good. We're going to talk to him tomorrow. I, I hear great things about him. Proof will be in the pudding. I hope the Claypool deal works for the Bears. I hope so. I, because that's a haul. That is the Vucevic of, of trades there, if not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the haul that you he's gave He's not up. as good as Vucevic. But you know what I mean? Like the, To date. You know what I mean, though. Like what you gave up on the other end. Correct. Like you gave up. Yeah, the last first round pick because Miami got stripped of theirs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, the Vucevic trade would they do it again? Probably not give as much as they Ooh. gave. And he's been a very, very good basketball player. Yeah, but the price you paid is the difference. Yeah, Claypool hasn't performed at the level of Nikola Vucevic. Here's hoping two time All Star. Here's hoping, right? Right. Here's hoping because otherwise, you got fleeced in that deal. 
Yeah, if you're Ryan Poles. Oh, God. If he's not better than he was last year, that's a horrific trade. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I will talk about uh, some rules changes in Major League Baseball for the better or for the worse. We'll talk about it coming up next. You're listening to Cap and J-Hood on ESPN 1000 and also on 100.3 FM HD 2. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and J-Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. I've always wanted to do that. Oh, you can. When I'm on my vacation. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Park. Well, that's how the pros do it, pal. Love it. Nice little pause in the middle. That's how you do it. Love it. That's what you call bang for your buck in the business, pal. That's just, it. just follow along. I'll, I'll, I'll lead you by the hand. I'm telling you, man. Love it. Say how you did it at GM. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN wow. 1000 and the, the late ES- Floyd Brown. And ESPN Chicago app. Cap, I watched a couple of um, exhibition games yesterday. Not full. I just want to just stick my beak into what's going on in baseball. See how this uh, these rules changes are happening. The big uh, Lou Malnati's pizza boxes for bases at mm-hmm. first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. Just ridiculous. I don't understand that. And on top of that, I've been just watching the pitch clock. I watched the Twins yesterday. And the Red Sox. So I'm watching that. And I just want to see just the ebb and flow of the game. Is it picking up? Is it quick? You know, and I saw one batter for the Twins do what we, and not all batters do, the whole thing where there's about 10 seconds left and the batter sticks his hand out to the umpire. Hold up. I'm digging in. No, there is no. That's a strike. You don't put your hand up at me anymore. No more of that. Hold up. Let me just dig in a little bit. There is no pause anymore with the hand. So the Cubs game had... Double violation. The guy hadn't addressed. The, it was all of a sudden the count one and one. I mean one and one. I just got in the batter's box. Brennan Davis. Yeah. Nope. You were late, and you weren't addressing him on the rubber. I call the ball a strike. Oh, yes. Okay. Cap. Okay. For those of us that watch the game closely, I mean, now we have to pay attention to all of this, right? Mm-hmm. You know how it is. You're getting the beer. Beer here. Yeah, let me get two Millers here. Let me get two Budweiser's. And they pass it down. You pass the, the money along. Wait, how did the count get two and one already? What happened there? I just, I, the guy just got in the box. Now you got to pay attention to what's going on. Correct. From, from pitch to pitch. Correct. I don't want to do that. Two, I said to you earlier, 205 to go to a ball game. Hang on a second. Took me 50 minutes to get from my house through traffic. Mm-hmm. Get down to the ballpark. Pay my parking. Get inside. Let's get a bit wait in line. Let's get a beer and a hot dog. Sit in my seat. In two hours, it's over. Now, listen. I will stand steadfast in the belief that baseball is not meant to be a two-hour game. To it's supposed to be is an experience. Going to the ballpark, or if you're going to tailgate, if you're going to Guaranteed Rate, or going to Miller Park, spending time with friends and family. Go into the ballpark, get the food and concessions that you want, get your beer, get your daddy sodas, whatever you need, right? Mm -hmm. You sit down and you enjoy a good ball game for three hours. I'm an American League guy, so I'm used to a three-hour ball game. Correct. Because it's the experience. Correct. If it's a 105 game at guaranteed rate, I ain't getting out of there until four. And I'm okay with it, though. I've blocked the rest of my day off. I don't need to be out at 3.30 or 3 o'clock for a 105 game. Have I not invited you to go to games with me in the afternoon? Yes. To Wrigley. Yes. Or to Guaranteed Rate. Yes. We've gone to games yep. together, Guaranteed Rate. 
And Miller Park. Correct. I ha- yeah, I still haven't gotten you to Wrigley, but I will. No shot. I yes, I will. I have gotten to the point where if it's a Friday afternoon, we get off the air at ten. We meet with the commandant at ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Head over to the ballpark. Let's have a daddy soda. Let's get a sandwich, and boom, here we go. I'm not planning on getting out of it at four thirty. Then let's go to dinner. Well, right. The whole experience. The game starts at guarantee rate at 105. Yeah. Cubs 120. Yep. I don't expect to be walking out at 320, 325. I know I got to pay attention to everything, Shay, if it's a, a quick game like that. And when you do get those, those are supposed to be special. When Mark Burley was on the mound or Greg Maddox was on the mound back in the day, and if it's over at 215, like, well, you take your hat off. Like, boy, you know, that was efficient, did a great job, minimal pitches. Cubs win three to one. Sox win, you know, five to two. Whatever it took, right? Mm-hmm. Shay, I think it's a lot. It's a lot all at once for baseball. And and by the way, I'm okay with these changes, but also I want to just tell you that I don't need a quick game for me as a baseball fan. Not for me. Soccer, yes. Baseball, no. I think it's the best innovation in the history of the sport. And I think like people are losing sight of what this is. It's not really a change. It's getting baseball back to its purest form. From 19, I'm looking at it right now, from 1936 to 1990, you never had an average game north of 250, ever. Well, look, I mean, when you put on a Red Sox-Yankees game, you're investing four hours. But why? I don't want to. to. If I watch any other sport, NFL, it's three hours. If I'm watching college football, gets a little long. But I'm also, I understand that's a niche thing for me. If I'm watching the NBA, it's two and a half hours. College basketball is two hours. Why, why is this a problem? If baseball can get done in two and a half hours, I'm happy. Where are you going? Don't you yeah. want? Don't you want to spend time with me at the ball game? Laughing, yeah, making fun of people the, for three plus hours. Honestly, the biggest concern, and it's something a few of our callers have brought up, is. I'm not going to enjoy the beer at the ballpark as much because I have to put some more work in. If I want to keep the beer to inning ratio up, I got to put some work in, and it's going to be heavy on the on the wallet. Well, look, Cap, just just my overarching view on this is that I, you want to have the changes and you want to modernize baseball. That's fine. I'm just telling you that I don't need the game to be two hours and fifteen minutes. Not for me. I grew up with a three plus hour ball game every Correct. game, but my kids do. I asked a couple of them. That my kids, other than Brett, Nick, Alex, and Garrett, are not anywhere near as obsessed with sports as I am. Mm-hmm. They'll go to a ball game. Nick's locked in on the red zone. Garrett's locked in on Manchester United. Alex, he'll watch games because his wife is into sports more than him, his fiance, yep. more than he is. They like a faster ball game. Brett, he could sit there for four hours with me and not have a problem with the Cubs or White Sox game going long. My other kids love two-hour boggy. Get to the bars. Yes, they're in. I don't know, man. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. You want to change it, that's fine. But I just know this is going to be such a, a uh, adjustment for Major League Baseball players. We see this already in spring training. Got the hand up. No, there is no hand. That's a, that's a strike. What? Correct. Correct. Did you did you recognize? Did you address the pitcher? What do you mean address the pitcher? That's a strike. Hello, pitcher. <laughs> Hello, ball. Would you stop the honeymoon? Art Cardi. Uh, Mike in Oklahoma, ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Mike. 
Hey, honey, do you know how many uh, millennials and Gen Zers are going, okay, boomer, right now, are you? It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's this fine. Is my th- I'm a, I'm this, a, they call me a boomer, even though I'm a Gen Xer. That's fine. <laughs> right. So am I. I'm like, like as if a boomer is like an insult. Um, <laughs> I, so this is what I was thinking yesterday after seeing people complaining on uh, one of the uh, White Sox Facebook groups about people drinking at the game. I'm like, well, you know what? You're going to be drinking less at the game now, and because they're going to because the games are going to be shorter, the cutoff time, the last call time is going to be earlier which means the ballparks are going to be making less money, which where do you think they're going to recoup that money from, from ticket sales? It's, so you, that, you mean they're not going to cut it off in the 7th still? You think because uh, the faster yeah. game it'll be... Oh, they're going to cut it off in the 7th? Yeah, absolutely. So you, they've got to right, give people time to sober time, up. With, right. With, with, well, they'll cut it off in the 7th, but with the game being shorter, that means people are spending less money. And that means... so. Tom Ricketts or Jerry Reinsdorf do not get in, if you lay it out, how the deals are structured. Mm -hmm. They don't get, okay, 40 cents of that beer and 10 cents of that hot. That's not how it works. From what I know, Budweiser, we'll take them as an example, or Miller Coors, they're going to write you a check. Ten-year deal. I think the Cubs got, if you can look it up, I think it's $140 million. Yeah. Then they sell all that beer. The company does. That's how they recoup their. They get the exclusivity over the beer contract. The Cubs get theirs, or the Sox get theirs, and then the te- like DraftKings. Tom Ricketts isn't getting a piece of every bet up there. They paid them a fee. We want to be the official sports book. Here's your hundred million. You're out, and now we make our money that way. Shortening the game. He's exactly right. Could have cost those beer companies. Hey Jack, you agree with uh, what we're Cap and I are talking about? Yeah, I agree with it. I am. Uh, I'm looking at this a different way. If I'm a dad and I've got a two-year-old or a five-year-old going to the game with me, I'm paying forty bucks to sit behind a pillar at Wrigley Field. I want to look around. I want to see what's going on. They're telling me I want a pop. I want a soda. I can't pay attention. Let alone I get a beer and then all of a sudden I get my beer. I'm watching the game. I gotta go to the bathroom and I gotta go spend forty minutes in the bathroom with my kids. I'm not gonna watch the game. I'm not bringing them. So in the long run, I don't see that kids are going to be wanting to go to the games because they're not going to go on my dime. That's my two cents. Jack, we appreciate the phone call. We got shot or no shot in two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.